Justin Manning. It is the end of the season, and oh my gosh, what a climax we had uh, last week Saturday at the Champions League final. Uh, what a time to be alive. Uh, new Champions of Europe, 14-time winners of the Champions League. I mean, congratulations to uh, to, to Real Madrid. What a phenomenal... De- like, I, I don't even know how to describe how I thought this team was not good to even win La Liga. And the only way they won was because Barcelona and, and Atletico Madrid and all the other teams were, were bad. Um, but they shot me up. They, they beat everybody. They beat the top three English sides to win the Champions League. Justin, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off I'm gonna kick it off with you. Um, what what are your feelings about about this victory? Um, and you know, I'm really really going back to what you said early in the season, uh, before the season started. Right. Um, to which you are referring um, to my comments about. La Liga being the new Farmers League, that with Messi's departure, uh, Barcelona's financial troubles, Real Madrid not locking down Mbappe last summer in that whole saga, and then we'll talk about what's happened since then. But with all that going on, that La Liga has like it's it's a ste- it's like esteemed standings in Europe amongst all the leagues. I thought had been greatly degraded in that. I think those those are my exact words were that it was the new champ uh, the new farmers league rather, and this is my mea culpa, Bori. If you're interested, uh, I was wrong to say that. I think news of La Liga's demise was greatly exaggerated by myself and others, uh, perhaps even others on this on this pod. Let's say, maybe also yeah. made those predictions. We know offline, Manny does not want to admit he was wrong so we're not going to even acknowledge him in this conversation I, i'm just kidding. i stand but i stand by my i stand by my claims and we'll get to that later yeah on, right no no on. get to it now get to it now now we're listen, talking about it listen you can't be you can't be taken into a serious consideration if you can't even register your players all right barcelona i'm looking at you la liga that's come one on. team real that's madrid Look, listen, Real Madrid had wrapped up the league title like a month and a half ago, two months ago. They were smooth sailing. They were on cruise control for this Champions League final, whereas the other leagues were still in play, right? So that's my definition. I stand by it as a, as a farmer's league where the difference between the first place team and the second place team is so great that a team can literally just, you know, take a hiatus and still end up like pulling off uh, the biggest victory on the club stage. Right. Come on. But it's, a, it's the same team that beat the top three of England. So, so with your logic, they would have, listen, if very much playing the EPL, they would have, listen, I I am on 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 your side. I got to give credit where credit's due. And the more I think about it, the more I think and I have to admit that Real Madrid might have gone in probably the greatest Champions League run of all time when you think about the way that they got to the final and the way that they won. Every single time that they thought that we all thought they were going to be knocked out they somehow managed to dig deep 
and pull off a victory. They should have been knocked out against PSG like three games ago in the quarterfinals, and somehow they found a way to get through it. Yeah, was the the greatest comeback. PSG PSG was first, right? You know, like three nil, and then they went, they came back, and then you know Chelsea after that, right? Like we had them on the ropes, and we should have put it away, and we didn't, and then. The greatest comeback, I think, was like City. Let's be honest. Like, you know, to pull off, uh, what was it? Uh, two goals, three goals in the last, uh, what was it? Like eight minutes of of the game of regulation yeah, time. Like, like uh, I I think when it, the more I look at it, and and I hate to admit it, but I I think it was just destiny. At this point, it's just written in the stars for them. Like, you can't tell me there was another team that had to face. Uh, as much adversity or uphill battle as Real Madrid did in those last three games heading into the final. If you ask me, the final against Liverpool was probably their easiest game out of all those. Okay, well let let's let's talk about the game. I think this is this is what we need to start. There were there were uh, a few controversies, and, and I'm go- I'm going to be the first to admit there was a law I didn't realize. Um, you know, I'm talking about the offside that happened. Um, I, I did not realize that law was the way it is. Um, but first, I just wanted to just acknowledge um, Liverpool. Uh, I think, let, let's be honest, they, they did, no, they played a good game. I, we see the stats. I think Kotoa had, what, nine saves. Uh, Salah had a few good chances. There was, there was even like a, I would call it a goal line clearance uh, that Courtois, like had to, to run from one end of the post to the other to clear the ball. One thing that was a little off, though, and and I've watched Liverpool, you know, more than a few times this season, the way they play, their high pressing is so high that Van Dijk and Konate are, like, at the halfway line. But this time it seems a little different. Uh, I don't know if any of you noticed that, but they were playing more conservative, conservative, and I get that. But they were still pressing, but not as, as, as high as they should be pressing. Now, I wonder now, now looking back, I wonder, given the defense that, that Real Madrid has, okay, of course, Courtois is great. Alaba is great, but he was injured, right? He just came back from injury. Uh, Militao was good in the beginning of the season, he was not good towards the end of the season, and somehow he turned it up a little bit this time. Carvajal is Carvajal. I don't know, like, he was a beast, but, you know, it's Carvajal. Um, and then uh, uh, we have uh, Mendy, who okay, he, he's he's a good defender. But I would I would have assumed that I would have assumed that Liverpool would have done a lot more pressing than they did because I felt they were kind of a little reserved. And I know they they understood that Modric could just pass between the lines and you know give that cross to or that pass to Vinicius and, and Benzema. But I thought that was what lost them the game because they didn't play. The, the Liverpool way, and you see Alexander Arnold was playing crap. I, I I mean I've never seen such a thing, given that all season he's been like a you know Kevin De Bruyne in disguise, right? All I know yeah. is that the right back spot for England is locked down, and it's not Trent Alexander Arnold. I'm sorry, but it's not. You could see the glaring the the way that Liverpool play is the fullbacks often play up high and they're responsible for creating a lot of those chances, right? And we had already known that Vinny 
Jr. was going to be that battle was going to be one of the key battles on the, in the game. And you could tell from the beginning that Real Madrid wanted to exploit that space. And I go back to the defending piece. And some people, you know, some fans will say, well, you know, Matip this. It should have been the center back should have been different. Kanate, Matip, whatever. I, I don't think that would have made a difference. It was it was down to Trent Alexander-Arnold and Robertson. And on the chance that Real Madrid had where they scored, you could see Robertson got left behind. Trent Alexander was pretty much in no man's land. And th- that's really what it comes down to, right? This game is a game of, of fine margins. You you see that pass. And uh, I've heard a lot about, you know, Valverde. It was a shot. It was a pass. Whatever it was, it doesn't matter. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold should have been there to cover. And he wasn't. And that was the difference. 100% a pass. I, I don't know why people are even debating this. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that was a cross. That was a pass. I don't think it was. It was a. I don't think he 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 thought he would be Allison at from that from that point. Um, Justin, I don't know. Before we move on, do, do you have anything to say about Liverpool's gameplay? Um, I think it. We have to give all the credit that's due to Real Madrid, obviously. Um. Not just for this game, just like for the consistency and their like their talent, their obvious talent, but they're like unmatchable. I think like in any team I've ever seen, perhaps their like will to win, their fighting spirit was like just ludicrous uh, in the knockout stages and then in this match also. And then with that being said, the only caveat is Liverpool have clearly, I feel like in some matches you can see um kind of just a general uh malaise that perhaps wasn't there uh, for most of the season and in particular that's kind of just like a team of but like in particular individually obviously uh we can talk about this more when we you know kind of widen our conversation beyond champions league but mo salah's slowdown in the second half of the season which i think culminated uh, he's had a rough year and we're going to talk about that when it comes to competitive uh knockout competitions already this year he's had some rough goings there and some uh, misfortunes. And then it kind of like was a fitting end that we had the final where he actually played very well. Yeah. I most actually played very well, but like, um, I don't, I don't think he did. Personally. You don't think he played well. I, I think he, he, I think, he, he was not, he, he's he clearly entering the game, entering the game. I did not have the same, like, you know, like understanding of his lethality, right? Like for so much of the season, like I was just like, you know, Mosal is going to score. Like he's like every single game as like, he's a threat going into every single game. And he's the player I want to watch right. every single game going into this final. I wasn't really viewing him that much, but I thought the goal was going to come through, you know, if anyone like someone like Mane or free kick from TAA or someone like that. But like, uh, I thought Salah actually did look pretty good in the final, despite my low expectations right. for him. All right. Well, I, I do want to talk about one more thing that I no, no, boring. I want to hear, I want to hear why you oh. think Mo didn't play like, First of all, how you where you where you saw? Oh him no, I think short. I think he should have done better in the chances that he 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 had. I mean that that mm-hmm. that goal line clearance from uh, again maybe people don't see as goal line clearance, but I see it as a, a Courtois goal line clearance. That should have been a goal. I don't care if Courtois is running and he's a big guy. You you put that in if you are if you are if you're playing the final of the Champions League. That's not yeah. something that you just nonchalantly just kick and and hope that it goes in. You chip that in because you know that Courtois is coming in big. So 
I don't know. Talking about the I mean, the chance the, the the where he settled the long ball and then like just shimmied Mendy. That was I mean like come on that's like an unbelievable play. If that had gone in, we would be talking about that goal. It, it's a champion all the time. That the way I see it is. I know Mosal, I know what you can do. We've seen him score crazy goals like that. He should have turned up in this final. Like, okay, here's the thing. I, I think you got to give it to Courtois, it, in, that, in my opinion. But oh, I, I of guess. Of course, of course. But I'm like, Courtois is a keeper. He's running from one end to another end and still able to make a save. That is the way I see it. Like, how is a keeper making this save? The striker should have scored, right? Like, it's like one person against, I, I don't know. I just, I think that should have been a goal. And personally, I think he's one of the reasons why Liverpool didn't win this final. Personally, I mean, of course, uh, Trent is, is number one, um, and maybe maybe Van Dijk with the, you know, showing of his of his backside on, on that goal. Um, one thing I do want to talk about is obviously the, the the big call that was made to the offside call on on Benzema. Um, it was Benzema, right? Yeah, it was Benzema. Um, first of all, I, again, I'll be the first to admit I, I didn't re- I thought the offside rule was the identified keeper and another player. I didn't realize it was any two players. Um, so that's really taught me a lot. But yep. the other part that then I, start, I started to to understand, try to figure out is that obviously if it's a back pass from a player uh, from from a, a from the from the defending team, uh, then it's not offside, right? And so that brings us to the debacle of. Should have should have should that have been a goal, given that you know people are saying it's deliberate. Some people are saying it's not deliberate. Um, personally, I don't I don't know how somebody can something cannot be deliberate if you don't go in. It's not like no somebody pushed him into that melee that they had, but I felt like he was going for the tackle. The ball bounced, or let's say it hit his leg and like it came off his leg last, um, and. It's hard to see who kicked what first and second and third, but I felt that goal should have stood. I would like your thoughts about about that goal. That that was definitely a goal. That that should have that should have stood. I I mentioned this as well. There was a uh, in the chat at the time that it happened. There was a goal last year with Giroud and Sevilla uh, in the Champions League that happened the same way. Where a defender inadvertently tried to uh, like head the ball back, but regardless, it still touched him. And Giroud then tapped it in, and it stood. And that was no different than what happened if you were to replay and watch the play in slow motion. You clearly saw that it came off of Fabinho's knee when he was sliding in. So it was a miscontrol, like by Allison. And then it was Fabinho trying to get there before, um, I don't even know who it was, maybe Valverde or, or a midfielder, but that was 100% a goal um, that should have that should have stood. Justin, some people will say, you know, alluding to what, to what Manny is saying, like, you know, it came off of balancing. I mean, obviously, if it put, if, if, if the opponent, if the opponent, the attacking team kicks the ball or passes the ball, and it deflects off of a the defending team. And let's say as soon as the attacking team passes the ball or the attacking player passes the ball and that the receiving player or the intended receiving player is offside, that's still an offside because it's just a, a ricochet, right? Um, why is this, why do you think this is different? Because I, 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 I don't know if you, I actually don't know your stance about that goal. Uh, um, 
Justin? I think it probably should have stood, but I can see why it was called the way it was on the field. And then, you know, when they get into VAR review, I can only assume because um, it's not the EPL. So I assume they actually have a good system good. for this. Yes. <laughs> right. I assume yeah. that they just like were like, you know, it's not. You know, the the call made on the field like is correct by the letter of the law. If so, if it had gone the other way, let's say the f- call on the field was that it was a the goal stood, I would have been interested to see if whether VAR would have overturned it. I think perhaps VAR would have said the, you know the goal stands because again, you could interpret it the other way. I don't know. And actually, my official stance on it, Bori, is I don't care because Real Madrid won. So if this school, it could be a yeah. different maker, be a different thing. But like you know, they won anyway. So like you know. Well, I, I, don't know. I just think of, I think of a, a world where if if uh, if they didn't win, then this would be right. this would be a crazy decision to make in the final. Um, anything to say because I want to I want to move on to club's comments and and something I've been noticing uh, throughout the the year, uh, well throughout his tenure in in, in the EPL. But anything else? He to makes say up excuses a lot. Is that is that what well, we're going to? Yeah. His well, excuses. Let, let me read this comment. Let, I, I'll read this comment. It says. Um, so this was after the game. I think Madrid had one shot on target and it was a goal. But I understand 100% and respect it 100% that the reason for playing football and having competition is to win the game. <laughs> I'm sorry. That part got me. Um, whatever you do within the rules is completely fine. We played a good game. But when you lose 1-0, you have to admit it wasn't good enough. He also said something about to the to the effect of uh, something is wrong when Thibaut Courtois wins the the man of the match. Okay, what in the world was that? Like, I can't tell if that was a loser speaking or just like he was serious because I don't understand. Like, is he trying to say this job? Like, were they going to fire him if he didn't win the Champions League? Like, like what what was the I'm I'm sorry, but that I gotta jump in. That is salty. All the flavors you could choose from, and you choose saltiness. That's it. That's that to me is the definition of of just you know trying to blame something, someone. Klopp cannot. Th- that's the last thing he should be saying because Liverpool played three finals this season and they didn't score a single goal in open play during regulation time. All the, the the two cups that they won domestically were won on PKs. They couldn't score any goals during open play. All right. So the fact that he's now saying that, you know, like making these remarks, it just makes him seem. Honestly, I didn't have that much respect for him to be honest with you, because he makes up excuses. Like here's the thing: like he's that guy where if he's on your team, you love to have him, but then you you hate him because of the things that he does and his antics and everything. And he's getting to that point where it's like he should have just accepted it. We we didn't play well. We didn't score. We haven't scored in any finals, right? Were they what, what were they planning on? Were they just like planning on hopefully going to extra time and then going to PKs? You know what I mean? And then exactly. for him to make a comment Health about <laughs> and then for him to 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 make a comment about. Courtois and the goalkeeper being man of the match when he's hailed in previous games, Allison and and made comments about Allison being, uh, you know, when they first brought in Allison and they won the the title, how he was like such a pivotal piece goalkeeper, 
you know, this and goalkeeper that it's so important. And oftentimes, you know, a goalkeeper position is overlooked for him to like uh, try to diminish Courtois, you know, performance and contribution like that. That's laughable. Come on. You know what I mean? Like he's called Allison, his own goalkeeper, the best in the world. Right. In the past. And he's given him credit for Liverpool and their success. And for you not to do that to uh, to to your opponent, that clearly, mm-hmm. like, he was the man of the match. Let's be honest. He was, yeah. without him on the field, mm-hmm. Real Madrid does right. not win. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, so, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I interpreted the comments, like, when he said that part about Coutois, uh, like, there's something wrong when the goalkeeper wins man of the match. Like, I interpreted that as, like, you know, he's just – kind of saying like his guys Liverpool um failed at their job that they shouldn't have they they gave Coutois an opportunity to shine like they weren't able to like be clinical with their finishing that's I thought that's like he was like being more self-reflective I thought when he said that but that's I mean, that's I I think that's pro that's I mean I'll read the comments to you said you said um can you do it can you do it in a German they, accent yeah can well, you do it <laughs> Can you do, can you can yeah. you put in some can you put in some dentures or some veneers and 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 do the they accent? Scored, yeah. They scored. Nah, I'm, I'm kidding. No, they <laughs> scored a goal. We didn't. That's the easiest explanation in the world of football. Harsh, but we respect it, of course. When the goalkeeper is a man of match, something is wrong. Something is going wrong with. Something is going wrong for the other team. That was the yeah. that was the quote. Um, yeah. Exactly. Did, did he mean the other team? Well, that's the thing, though. Did he mean the other team, oh, Liverpool, or did he mean the other team? Because I, I'm just that—that's the way I yep. read it. As like, I understood it as like the other team meaning the team that the goalkeeper is on, gotcha. or or yeah. maybe he meant Liverpool. I don't know. I need to I need to rewatch it, I guess. But I guess like to the wider points, like so this is a post a post match interview, right? Right. Correct. Uh, like say like you know that night, like after the match. Something yeah. Great. That was, Okay, so obviously, here's my this is my general stance. Like, you know, it's players are gonna be and and managers are gonna be so emotional in these moments when we have these post match interviews. And I'm just thinking, like, you know, a few weeks ago when Arsenal were losing every match that they had to win, uh, and Jaka like had an interview where he said some comments and he was like just brutally honest and obviously like emotional. And then people were like, it becomes like a news item for a few days. You know, people like analyzing, criticizing it or like, you know, trying to interpret his words. And my opinion is I love it. I do not want to see anybody have tactical answers and be like, whatever. Um, good winner, on. good but, losers, but I guess. I, I, want it to be, I want to see people I see be honest saying. and emotional. I, think I don't. Good oh, for Klopp. He so, should, say this, should okay. double down. I just think Klopp so is no more. Nobody's allowed to make those comments unless you are the <laughs> special one. Okay. Well, yeah, well, that's true. He's, he's especially good at doing it, and I like, and, you know, like, and I'm a big Mourinho critic, but like, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Is like, you know, I, I would, I would, as much as I don't like Mourinho, like, I would hate if he wasn't that brutally honest and didn't say those comments after the match. I feel the same way about Klopp or about anybody who so, okay, is a let, competitor let me, and ends the match like let this. Let me tell you the difference between Klopp, Klopp's opening up and Mourinho's. Oh, Mourinho call out his team. My team was bad. Klopp, you never hear Klopp say that. I mean, maybe he has. Never. Sure he has. Probably he has. Uh, but 
You, you no, rarely no, hear him say that. He should what he should have said in that situation was not, you know, uh, you know, we, we played so well. The team, the team, started, you know, the initial uh, quote I, re- I read. He should have said, well, we like Manny said, we've played in three finals. We have one of the, the top uh, forwards in, in the game, you know, the, the whole world, and we didn't. We've not scored in three finals. That's what he should have said. My team did very bad at scoring. Come on, people have scored in Courtois, Cadiz. The, the, the team from La Liga beat they beat Real Madrid they, they, and they scored against Quartas. So like there's that, no like that you know what's the I, difference? I, com- I, I completely agree. And uh two things on that, Bori. I always am reminded of that time and I can't remember who it was that they were playing. Liverpool was playing some team in the EPL. Uh they were on one of the grounds that is notoriously like windy just because of the of, of the design, the shape of the stadium and where it's built. And he literally, and they didn't, and they came away with a draw. And he was blaming the wind for, like, you you got if you guys don't believe me, you can look it up. Yeah. I, I, no, no, I, I remember I'm, that. Oh, I remember that. And and when I heard that, I was like, oh come on, man, like please, you're gonna like you're gonna blame the wind. You you can't you don't blame your tactics, you don't blame your players, you don't blame your substitutions or what you know what what may have you like. And then the second thing is you mentioning Real Madrid and who scored on Courtois, who's won. Shout out to Sheriff, the best team above oh, Real yes. Madrid. The only yes. team to come away in the Champions right. League to beat them. Shout out to um, Sheriff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he should just he should have just played like Sheriff. I mean, seriously. Anyways, I I don't I don't like that club does this. And, and the win thing, I remember that I, I thought it was a joke, but apparently it was real. And I'm just like, dude, you just need to take it on the chin and, you know, move on. You know, have a political answer. Um, anything else that we want to say about Champions League before we move on? Because we've got other champions, you know, can't, can't wait to talk about them. Yes, I just want to say one last one last time. All is forgiven between Chelsea fans and the quote-unquote snake. I know Justin had mentioned him before we started recording. The reason why I say he's no longer a snake, I didn't realize this, but there was actually just like there was a clause in the Eden Hazard sale that if he won the Champions League, Chelsea would get uh, like something like 20, 20 million euros, 25 million euros, something like that if they won it. There was also a clause if Courtois won the Champions League with Real Madrid that Chelsea got, uh, I don't think it's as much money, but they got some like part of the earnings as well. So all is forgiven between Chelsea fans and Courtois because that's going to the war chest that we're about to unleash. It's forgiven. Hey, you know, I I always diss Chelsea for their stupid decision making. Like, for example, giving us to Tamari and taking back Lukaku, <laughs> for example. But this is actually good. Congratulations. You've, you've kind of made it less negative. It was really negative for me for Chelsea, but now it's less negative. We um, had we I mean, had nothing against uh, yeah we had nothing against Eden Hazard leaving, but it was Courtois. But now he's made up for it. So 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 thank you to both and congrats to both. So. All right. Well, let let's stay in the EP. Uh, well, let's stay with the team the team Liverpool EPL. Um, they did not win the league. Unfortunately, it was very, <laughs> it was a very fun and crazy hectic last day. I've actually, I was actually, I was, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, they're gonna lose it. Um, congratulations to Manchester for winning the Champions, uh, for the sorry, for <laughs> not winning the Champions League, for winning you, the, you, the Premier League. 
congratulations to them. Did any one of you have doubts during the game? Like, how did you even, did you watch both games at the same time? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was thrilling. But much like you, Boris, like totally like riveted and like really, I, I, I mean, you had to believe that Man City was like unbelievably going to drop the ball. And this is before the Champions League final also. So this is still like when we were like, you know, Liverpool is going to go for a quadruple. Like that's, you know, it, we, hard to imagine that it was just a week ago, but that's how it felt uh, that all the momentum was in Liverpool's favor. And then uh, Man City just pulled it out and did what they had to do to lock up the title. So, yeah, congrats to them. Yeah, I completely thought they were going to bustle it, but they but they did. And uh, to your point, let's Manny, let's let's talk about quickly the the parade um, that Liverpool had. Do you think they? Pro- I think they probably had that because they thought they were going to win either either one, and and they ha- they were probably already prepared for it. So they were like, you know what, let's just do it. I'm sorry, but I'm going to call out all Liverpool fans, Liverpool pundits, Liverpool coaches, Liverpool players. You cannot have a parade when you barely win on technicalities and PKs, the domestic, the Carabao cup and the FA cup. Okay. Because if that were the case, Arsenal would be having a parade every single year in, in London. All right. Come on. For the, for the on. past six seasons. All right. So Just, I'm uh-huh. sorry, but this was probably the first time that, a Champions League loser and a Champions League winner were celebrating a parade in their city at the same time. And I'm sorry, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, you Liverpool fans. You should not be celebrating the fact that you almost, in quotes, had a quadruple, okay? And again, shout out to City. They are our rivals in the league, but thank goodness that they won. Shout out to Stevie G for slipping up twice. Not once, but twice. Once as a player, <laughs> once as a coach. I'm going to throw it out there. And, you know, <laughs> let's be honest. All right. I will say this. Watching that final game, there was a point, like at minute, like 70, where I really thought, I was like, oh, my gosh. Steven Gerrard, like, it was, it would have been poetic. He He lost it as a player. And then to give Liverpool a title as a coach, but not only a coach for his, like for Aston Villa, you know what I mean? Like for him to do right. it, there was a part of me that wanted to see it, but then it just, Jamie, Jamie Carragher opened his mouth. And that, <laughs> at that instant, I knew I was rooting for city all in. And yeah. yeah. Thank you. Ilkay Gondogan. <laughs> oh God. Good, good substitution by by Pep uh, on that. Uh, real quick, let's move on. Two things I want to mention before we move on to the two other leagues. First of all, congratulations to Nottingham Forest for for winning the playoffs. Although it was controversial, John Moss is retiring. That was his last game. Thankfully, like maybe this is the beginning of bad, or well, the the, the beginning of the end of bad referees in the, in England. So, but congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a stat that was out there, and I'm sorry it affects both of you. But Nottingham Forest has more Champions League trophies than Nottingham, uh, than than Chelsea, uh, Arsenal, uh, Spurs, and um, somebody I can't remember. But still, it's still a crazy stat. They've not been in the Champions League for, uh, for in the Premier League for over 20 years. Uh, congratulations to them. Now, finally, and this is probably what's going to piss one of our hosts off, is I really want to understand where Arsenal goes from here. Um, Arsenal <laughs> narrowly missed the Champions League. 
but it's not all doom and gloom. They can win the Europa League. That would be a good booster for them. Um, Justin, real question, and I'm, I'm being honest, I'm not trying to be funny here. Do you genuinely think that your coach, Arteta, is the key to your team's um, success in the future? At this time, yeah. I mean, I'm still, I'm still fully in trust the process mode. So it can be two things, right? And it is. As an Arsenal fan, it is both the fact that it's a disappointing finish of the season and really pissed off at the way they lost some key matches, especially given the competition that they lost to. Um, I mean, like they, lost, they dropped point. They lost in a terrible way to Crystal Palace. They lost, obviously, to Newcastle when they really had to win. They took the fate out of their own hands, and that's super frustrating and very disappointing. But it's also another thing, which is at the beginning of the season, there was a lot of, like, naysayers about Arsenal. And even within the club, like, you know, like the, the goals that they set at the start of the season was qualify for Europa and fin- finish in the top six. Because obviously it's a super young squad, the youngest in the Premier League. A lot of people are, like, a lot of players, like, becoming, like, full-fledged starters for their first full season, et cetera, et cetera. Um, had, like, a COVID difficulties at the beginning of the season. Obviously had a horrible start. And then they showed a lot of fight and grit in the midseason, obviously slipped up towards the end. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like in that in that sense, they like oh they overperformed given like expectations at the start of the season, but it's still disappointing given how close they were and how they really should have seized the chance when it was there. I don't I still want to call the process. I hey Justin, you know what this is? You know what this is? This is the world's tiniest violin that I'm playing right now. You see that? That's what that I don't is. Need it. No, no, no. Put we your, don't put want excuses. Penny violin away. Put we the, don't put want the excuses. Penny violin away. We don't want sob stories. You guys had the chance. You guys had it in your hands. You had to be Newcastle. You had to be Spurs. Uh, you had to beat Spurs in a game yeah, yeah. that was that was postponed because you guys said that you had got right. the team out with COVID, and the the and when other teams in the Premier League had the same issue, the games weren't rescheduled. <clears throat> Chelsea. We had to go through and play him. So no sympathy here. Do you think okay. that if you would have played the games when they were <laughs> scheduled to be played? Just rewriting history. Okay. Arsenal did have to play games when they had huge, massive COVID outbreaks at the start of the season. Then everybody was like clowning on them for losing to like Brentford for getting blown up by Man City. Um, and like nobody needs nobody needs a sob story. Nobody's feeling sorry for themselves. Arsenal is very introspective. Like I said, Jaco was like criticized for doing the opposite of a clop that you you all say like you know he was like very critical of the team's performance uh arteta is always saying like no it's not good it's clearly not good enough we're clearly not where we need to be we still have a long ways to go so there's like no delusions about like what this club still needs to do and that it was a disappointing end to the season but um in terms of like you know things operate on wider time scales than just immediate results and that's i'm trying to stay keep things in perspective, I guess is what I'm saying. It's like Arsenal had a disappointing finish this season, but they're on the right path on long-term vision. And we'll do see what guys, happens over the summer. Let me ask you this, Justin. Do you guys regret giving Arteta that extension before he secured no. before the final season? Because it seemed like you guys were on the up and up before he signed that extension. And then all no, of a sudden, no, no. Uh, I'm getting uh, I'm getting shades of uh, Boma Yang getting a, new, a, a contract extension and becoming, you know, uh, the highest paid uh, player on Arsenal's squad. And then after that, it seemed to just like tank from there. 
do you do you do you think that the club should have waited until the end of the season to then give him that contract extension? No, I mean okay. he had he had performance metrics. He met them and entering like you know I don't we're not like other clubs that just treat the manager position as like you know plug and play. Like they clearly have a, a strategy and. It would be better to, it was better to just like end that conversation before it even like started going about like Arteta's longevity at the club, just like sign the thing. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, like, obviously next season is going to be very, very pivotal now they, next season is going to be the season where Arteta's performance is going to be, uh, determining his future at the club. I think next, next season is going to be the one where like, if they are really bad next year, then his job is going to be definitely on the line. I think there's no more um, great. I think the great spirit has ended. The honeymoon's right. over. Yep. Honeymoon's over and now it's going to be a great, great marriage. And he'll be a wizened old man when he leaves the club after securing several major titles for the club. <laughs> I'm hey, calling it hope, right I now. I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now at this Uh-oh. time next Uh-oh. year. Arteta is going to look like Unai Emery, physically. <laughs> uh, that's that's me. Come Maybe. on. What, what do you think the VRL <laughs> fans will say? Come on. All right, cool. Let, let's move on to another league. And, and before we do that, I want to sing a song for you. I want to sing a chant, okay? It goes like this. Ale, oh. Ale, okay. Ale, Milan, Ale. Forza lotta, vincerai, non ti lasceremo mai. Woo! Congratulations to AC Milan for winning the Serie Come on. You got to clap, Manny. You got to clap. Come on. No, don't get me wrong. I'm happy. I'm happy for uh, I'm happy for uh, Chelsea, the B squad, to have won the oh, Italian God. Serie A. Oh, my God. Thank you. Shout out, to, uh, shout out to Giroud. Shout out to Fikayo Tomori. Shout out to Timwe Bakayoko. Congratulations. <laughs> he did play in the last game. He did play in the last game. Uh, I mean, tremendous. I, what can I say? Okay, we are the best team in Italy. We beat, we beat Inter Milan. And I'm sorry, I'm going to make this about Inter Milan, actually. I, I'm going to be obnoxious. I am never this obnoxious on the podcast and talking about Milan. But I do want to call out something that is funny. Um, Hakan Shalinolu played last year with Milan. Okay. Inter Milan won the Scudetto. This year, he, you know, he left and said that nonsense. Like, hey, you know, the, 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 the quote he said was, you know, I, uh, it's easy to play with teams that have quality. And, and this was like when he was joining Inter Milan. So essentially saying that our team is, is not good. Uh, and then, so he moved on to this other team, Inter Milan, and we won. So, He's been on two winning teams, but at the wrong time. And so now he has zero, you know, Scudettos, which is, you know, something that really gives me joy, uh, if I'm being honest. But, yeah, no, I just, you know, I mean, good call out for, for, for Milan. I think I think we had a tremendous season. And obviously, yes, it was until the, until the last game that we had to realize that we won. But still a good season overall. I do want to call out, uh, shout out to Ibrahimovic, shout out to Maldini, Masara. Our coach, I mean, big, big stuff. If you look at how much they spent um, to, to get to this point, um, well, after the rebuild, after after the previous one is over, 
but I mean, it's tremendous. Like you, you can achieve things like this with, you know, a wage bill of, of uh, I think 70 million is the wage bill. That's not, you know, that's like what? Is that like Messi's or, well, actually no Messi. That's twice Messi's, uh, well, that's um, Mbappe's, 20 million Mbappe's more than Mbappe's. <laughs> that's just 20 million more than Mbappe's salary. Um, so, I mean, yeah, just, you know, I, I'm very, not gonna lie, I'm very happy because this is something that I never thought would win um, in my lifetime. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so I do want to say though, that do people, do, do, do you think that we can win the Champions League next season? I mean, Chelsea no. won last year. No? No, but I did. I don't, don't want to rain on your parade, too. Let's like, slow down. Let's, we're just slow down, boy. Enjoy, but, enjoy, enjoy I, your win. Yeah, congratulations. I, I think congratulations. it's great. I, yeah. I thought it was a great. Milan no. was super impressive. How many, did they, how many did they win in a row, Ori? Or how, like, how many uh, games did they go without losing, I guess? Well, the last, yeah, well, from the end. In the uh, league. In the well, league. In the league, well, yeah, we had like a 16, 16 unbeaten, unbeaten runs before, yeah, That's till crazy. the end of the season. That's since like ever. season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, incredible. Um, all it took was but, um, the la- like probably several decades off of um, the losing the ability of, to walk from Ibrahimovic to get there. He sacrificed. Oh. Did you I was going to say, so the reason why I congratulated Ibrahimovic is, is one, mentality. Like, we, we have kids, you know, we have a bunch of kids playing for us, and they didn't have the mentality to win. Only a few people had won trophies in their previous stints, like Mayan um, and Theo Hernandez. Um, but, I mean, tremendous. What Ibrahim brought was, he brought a mentality that no one could imagine and basically made the players think like winners. Now, I don't know if you saw that video, but there was a video that Ibra put, I think, three days ago or so. Um, every week, he, he was playing without an ACL, <laughs> which is crazy. He was playing without an ACL. Every week, he had to remove fluid from his knee once a week for six months. Come on. That is a winner. Like, that is that guy should just be, like, we should just bring up a statue for him because, I mean... For somebody to kind of put his his leg or his his well-being on the line like that, so that he could win, uh, and he 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 backed up what you said when he, he first joined the team. He was like, "Hey, the goal is to bring this team back to winning Scudetto," and he's done it. Um, and there are rumors now that he's he wants to continue. So we'll see. He did an operation. It's going to be out for seven months. Hopefully, it's going to be less. But uh, I mean, what I I just I hope he just becomes a coach. I, I think that's. I think it will fit him to become a coach. Um, I don't know. If he... I, that's so hard to imagine, but I guess, I mean, he's getting to that point. It's only going to be, yeah, another year right. or two, and then we'll see what post-playing career uh, Ibra does. But, yeah, amazing. Amazing what he did and, like, the mentality instilled in the whole team. I have a question about another player on your team, though, Bori, not Ibrahimovic. Okay. Okay. That is the demigod known as Olivier Giroud. Oh, we can talk about we can just talk about Giroud anytime. I'm always happy to talk okay. about our beautiful uh, golden golden man from all of our. I guess he's now. he's a common player amongst three of us. That's right. Um, well, he but no. Well, I want to talk about he only experienced winning with two of us, Bori. So, oh gosh. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, anyways, the question was about uh, Leao, your electric. Uh, winger striker he won 
the player of the year in Syria. Right. Mm-hmm. Looking at him, so I, I only watched a few, a handful of Milan games this season. I'll be honest. Right. Uh, in Syria, uh, and he's he you know, he looked great, but like statistically, both just like at top level stats, like goals, assists, um, as well as like you know minutes played per ninety statistics, passing, mm-hmm. shooting, all that other stuff. He had like a very very similar season in those statistics to um, Bukayo Saka, for instance. Right. And I'm trying to square the circle, but like, you know, Bukayo Saka, obviously I love him clearly, but player of the year, he is not. So can you explain to me how yeah. Leal secured the player of the year? Well, so I, I'll be the first to say the way that um, we choose, that Syria chooses the MVP is a little weird. Like, I feel like they just throw all the best players in the hat and then they pick a name from it. Um, so I'll, I'll be honest there, but I think no Wait, doubt, for context, yeah. for context, Bori, what were the other names that if well, not I mean, Leal, Chiro Mobile, Chiro Mobile was the highest goal scorer. I mean, maybe high school scorer is not a, doesn't, should not mean that he wins, right? Like, um, uh, Milinko, uh, Sergei Milinko, uh, Milinko, Milinko Savage, I don't, Milinko Savage, yeah. I don't know why I'm sure his name. Uh, also had a tremendous number of assists. I think he had number, the highest number of assists. Um, uh, Manyan had had the most clean sheets, right? Like, you know, these are names that, like, okay, argue, like, sure, these people could have won the MVP of Syria. Uh, I think, arguably, from a Milan perspective, if I actually, I'd, I've not looked into this, but if we were to give a, a, an MVP in Milan, just for Milan, like, internally for for like the milan mvp it'll be layout because of of his you know contributions to to us winning uh but i think uh the reason why layout won one because he he was he won the league then also because the um the effect he had on our games uh, i mean he this guy takes on three players right and then you know just kind of frees Giroud to do whatever he wants, right? Um, and I, I think that was the, the difference. Again, I, I agree with you. I think I think maybe maybe I, it's hard to say like someone like like Shirou Mobile should have won it. I think he obviously won the um, the highest goal scorer, but I think just the effect that Leao had on the team was was enough for him to to win it because of that reason. If if Ibra, I think if Ibra had had won, if he, Ibra didn't have that injury that he had. He'll probably be the highest goal scorer because whenever Leao and Ibra play together, and and you will see this in the first first um, well you see it this last year and you see this in the first half of the season, Leao respects Ibra and always passes it. But when once Ibra is out, Leao just goes for goals, right? It was only towards the end he started to pass a lot more to to Giroud to score because we needed to score because he's he's uh, shooting still needs a lot of work, a lot of work. Uh, because he can't really shoot, shoot and target most of the times. But, um, yeah, I think it was just, you know, he had the most uh, the, the most uh, effect on our team. So I, I think that's that's the way Syria saw it. And um, I can't think of anybody else that I would absolutely put ahead of him, to be honest. But I think other people like Shiro, uh, SMS, uh, maybe Lautaro Martinez, during the conversation, but they didn't win the league. And I think that winning the league just pushed it forward. Now, let's say if Inter Milan had won the league, then I think it would be Lataro Martinez. Um, let's just put it that way. 
even though I don't like Batra Martinez. Um, cool. All right, I think. Oh, what were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say, what do you think your chances are gonna be like next year in the Champions League when he's playing for oh. Real Madrid? Rafael Leal, <laughs> that is. Hey, he does have a 150 million uh, clause. I doubt anyone will pay that. I mean, I would be shocked if if Real Madrid says, oh, you know what, let's but, take that Mbappe money and buy and buy him. I I, I don't think so. So, um, yeah, I I I will be surprised. Maybe Arsenal will buy him. Arsenal, I mean, Arsenal lost to Bamiyang, so maybe they will spend 150. Justin? I I don't think so, no. I don't think that's okay. in the cards. Yeah, then, you, uh, you, you've added, you've that, added that sweet, sweet Europa added, League cash. So we're just like, you know. You, you've, added, just, you've added six zeros too many. Oh, God. Yeah. Arsenal going to be movers in the market this, but uh, probably not not that big. Not those big right. movers. Uh, look forward to seeing him line up in the the black and white with Newcastle in a couple of seasons. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that that's possible. Hey, Nick, we gotta do we gotta do a, a you know season uh, a prediction for next season. I can't wait to to wow all of you with my Newcastle prediction. So, all right, I think that's all we have today. Thank you all for listening. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye.